0: Everybody, and welcome to Macintosh Mod. Haven't seen what? The podcast where we make each other watch movies we should have already seen. I'm Diana. And I'm David. We got some new movies we've seen.
1: It's December. December, December, December.
0: Also known as Oscar Bait Palooza and family friendly movies. Yeah, it, it's kind
1: of a hodgepodge December going on right now. It's a lot weird. of the Oscar baits like pushing way too late in the year.
0: Well, that's not unusual, but there's still, there's so much that came out earlier this year that's still going to be bait. Yeah. Like A Star is Born and Black Klansman. Like those are, that's still Oscar bait.
1: First man.
0: Ugh. I <laughs> they got tanked. <laughs> Anyways, we saw the favorite.
1: In early 18th century England, a frail Queen Anne occupies the throne, and her close friend, Lady Sarah, governs the country in her stead. When a new servant, Abigail, arrives, her charm endears her to Sarah.
0: So this movie is weird. If you have not seen it, it's weird, and there's a lot of sex in it. So if those are not up your alley, I'm going to tell you to not bother.
1: That's very true.
0: I will also say that Emma Stone, Rachel Weiss, and Olivia Coleman are fucking amazing.
1: Everybody in this movie is pretty goddamn great. They
0: are. But the three lead women are all insane. I love each and every one of them. I argue with myself over which one's the best. I think it's Olivia Coleman because she's just absurd as the frail, not entirely there Queen Anne.
1: She's brilliant and clearly... Giving an an outstanding performance of a lifetime type role. Rachel Weiss to me, is the second runner up. like it's it's she a one a through
0: she has the hardest job.
1: It's a one a through C, right? Yes she has the hardest job. But what also is so amazing is she is going completely against type. Mm-hmm. She is a super. I don't want to say masculine. There are some masculine elements to her character, but it's far more is... There's
0: a lot of duality happening with her.
1: She's a super political animal as mm-hmm. well. And that's not something that Rachel Weiss is known for.
0: Uh, well, it's not something I've seen from her.
1: Right. And so, and the way that they dress her... I mean, we could talk about the costumes all day, which are also fucking phenomenal.
0: Yeah, that's getting nominated.
1: But the way that they they clothe her mm-hmm. and make her distinct from all the yep. other ladies at court is just fascinating.
0: Oh, and all three of these ladies have already eked out Golden Globe nominations for these performances. So, like, it's awesome. And then you have Emma Stone, who she's playing Absurd, which is definitely her wheelhouse. Yes. Like, I'm sorry, La La Land is garbage. You're never going to convince me it's not garbage. Uh, This is, like, her doing her best work.
1: Well, and Emma Stone... Quite always, whether it's garbage or not, seems to be giving a committed full performance.
0: Yeah, she's good. It's just that movie's garbage and did not deserve an Oscar. Yeah. And that performance did not deserve an Oscar. Yes. This one might. This one deserves a nomination. I will say that.
1: Well, I will also throw out that. The, the directing by Yorgos Lanthimos, already a big deal European director, Greek, mm-hmm. and has already made headwaves with movies like The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer, which were arthouse hits, but also got huge amounts of attention. This is potentially a breakout movie for him. I, I just, I love his style mm-hmm. with this mix of Kubrick and then like fucking acid trip. It's, it's so good.
0: cool. It's just good. Next up? Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse.
1: Miles Morales becomes the Spider-Man of his reality and crosses paths with his counterparts from other dimensions to stop a threat to
0: all reality. Okay, when I first heard about this film, it's a big, massive eye roll to me. But then I saw the full trailer for it and I was like, oh, that looks like this could be fun.
1: It feels like one of those just side story, Mm -hmm. straight to DVD for the comic fans type movies that just gets like a one night release in a movie theater. But it's the best fucking animated movie of the year, Uh, and one of the best of all time.
0: One amazing story. Yes. Engaging, entertaining. It's got nods to all the things we love about Spider-Man. Also, nods to all the things where we've been really annoyed by all the Spider-Man. So, props to acknowledging where you came from. Yep. Also, mad props to finally giving us Miles Morales on the big screen. Casting is phenomenal. Somehow Jake Johnson is even hotter to me as a kind of chunky, broken down Spider-Man than he was <laughs> as Mick Miller on The New Girl. I fucking love Jake Johnson. He's on my list. Uh, but this film has so much heart. I love it. And it is gorgeous. <laughs> they they purposefully did the offset printing texture to just about everything, and it gives so much depth to this film. It is beautiful. I love it. I want to see it again. Take your kids. We had a friend who said, like, "Hey, hey, my kids are five and seven. Can they see that film?" And I'm like, "Yes, I would take my seven and four year old to see this. They would love it."
1: And it is rated PG. Yeah, so. it's rated
0: PG, so there's nothing inappropriate. There's like no bad words. There's a couple like underwear jokes, but. You know, superheroes, spandex part of the meal. Like it's great. It's so good. Next we saw, we finally, finally were able to do it. I was so excited to get to go to this film. Creed 2.
1: Under the tutelage of Rocky Balboa, heavyweight contender Adonis Creed faces off against Victor Drago, son
0: of Ivan Drago. I hate this movie. <laughs> Which I told David because this movie made me cry several times they just know what they're fucking doing.
1: This is a little bit of a Rocky 3 situation. A little. The story that they've set up should be super dumb. It
0: should be super cheesy. And it's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't want to get into too much of it. I think we'll have to revisit it later so we can fully go into all the nitpicky details of Creed 2 like we did with all the other Rocky films with that series. I have very few, like, story things that I would do differently.
1: Oh, no, the story is fantastic. The story's
0: great. Just, like, if I said a few small things yeah. that I would have, like, either rearranged or maybe cut slightly differently. But it's such great fan service while still propelling Adonis's story. I love it. It's so good. All right, up next we saw Aquaman.
1: Arthur Curry learns that he is the heir to the underwater kingdom of Atlantis and must step forward to lead his people and be a hero to the world.
0: I mean, Jason Momoa.
1: Never have I been of more of two minds about a movie in my life. Uh Uh-huh. First of all, Jason Momoa is so fucking
0: hot and so fucking fun. Also correct. (laughs) So, okay, when they first started talking about this film back in 2015... Uh Like, Aquaman is the underdog, loser, lame superhero of the Justice League. That's just a thing. He's a dork.
1: Yes. Well, he's not a dork, but But, but compared to everybody else, it doesn't make a lot of sense. He's cheesy.
0: So, who do they get to play Aquaman? The sexiest motherfucker (laughs) in the world. Jason (laughs) Momoa. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I first heard that, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, he's hot. Like... No argument there. But for Aquaman, and then they released the picture of him in their concept art for how Aquaman would look. And I was like, well, damn, I'm going to need a moment to Mm -hmm. myself because Mm -hmm. that's the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: Uh
0: We're going to have a problem here. (laughs) And I've been excited for this movie ever since. This movie is not without its problems because it's DC. However, this is the best superhero film that DC has put out oh no wonder woman is 10 times better um, I'm, i uh, don't know Mm-mm. wonder woman is great but i enjoyed this one more and i i think the reason why is because they made the very wise choice of making it all about jason momoa like we know who this guy is this guy is from hawaii he's a surfer dude He's got a whole persona, and that's what people are going to want to come see. And they did that. They decided that's what Arthur Curry's going to be. And then they took that and gave him this sarcastic, I don't give a shit about this whole part of my ancestry attitude to the whole thing. And it plays great.
1: James Wan does a great job directing this movie. He did. Everybody acts their butts off. They really do.
0: The script is, is clunky, and the dialogue's bad.
1: The script is a pile of hot garbage I'm that everybody f- around managed to save.
0: I don't think it's a pile of garbage. I think it's very clunky and trying to do too much. The dialogue is what's garbage. Oh,
1: God. Willem Dafoe has never had to do so much exposition in his fucking life. This dude is a like legendary caliber actor. Yeah. And they are basically having him recite plot points in costume. Like, it's
0: bad. But it is fun. Oh, God, it is. It was so fun. I super enjoyed it. If only for the ink. Eye candy.
1: Yeah, just go look at the pretty. It's very pretty. It's so pretty. It's very pretty.
0: All right, moving right along. We had a very Merry Christmas with Mary Poppins Returns.
1: Decades after her original visit, the magical nanny returns to help the Banks' siblings and Michael's children through a difficult time in their lives.
0: Okay, we didn't need this movie.
1: No, we did not. This
0: movie is too long.
1: Oh, it's so long.
0: But this movie is fun, and it's pretty. And when Emily Blunt enters as Mary Poppins, I started crying. (laughs) And like... I don't have all these special memories of watching Mary Poppins as a child, but like she just shows up and I start tearing up and I was like, what is this?
1: I actually kind of hated this movie. It's
0: it's meh. It's unnecessary. Emily Blunt is lovely. Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel's it up. Like not in a bad way. It's just kind of like there's that dude doing his thing. See, I would say he
1: does. Like that started to turn me off because they kept aggressively pushing it at some I, times. I
0: think the thing that I found the most obnoxious about him was his accent. I just I didn't feel like it was necessary.
1: I didn't buy into this movie at all. It didn't charm me. And halfway through, like I said, I kept just going, Why are we doing this? This does nothing to serve Mary Poppins.
0: Whatever. It's I, pretty. The end. And also on Christmas Day, we saw. Mary, Queen of Scots.
1: Mary Stewart's attempt to overthrow her cousin Elizabeth I, Queen of England, finds her condemned to years of imprisonment before facing execution.
0: I mean, it's a pretty movie with pretty people. This
1: movie's a hot pile of garbage.
0: No, it's not a hot pile of garbage. I don't know a ton about history. It's just not something that ever appealed to me. And one of the cool things about reading like some historical fiction or watching a movie like this is it makes me want to go find out more of the real story. Now, Mary Queen of Scots is also someone who has been referred to as Bloody Mary because that woman was vicious as fuck. But I didn't really understand the rivalry between her and Elizabeth. Like I knew it was like she's got a claim to the throne and of course that's a threat to Elizabeth. But I didn't really understand where it came from. And this movie explains that. But this movie is very much a let's make Mary a sympathetic woman who's who just, you know, faced adversity. And that's a load of garbage. Yes. And I know that. So in that respect, historically, this movie's garbage.
1: Which, if you do that and I know the history behind something, Mm -hmm. I'm automatically
0: pissed off. That's fair. No, no. Absolutely. But it has good performances. Uh, I don't think so. I think it has good performances. But... It's just kind of like, it's it's exactly how I feel about The Darkest Hour. Did we need this? What is this telling me that we didn't already know?
1: What is this telling me that we didn't already know? And what is this revealing to me in any form or fashion? Yeah. We're spoiled with a period drama this year because we have such a fantastic vision of one with The Favorite, mm-hmm. which is also mostly made up. It's based around... Some historical facts that are then exaggerated and yeah. blown way out of proportion. But,
0: and, just, and just things that are theorized. But it's done to masterful effect and, as a
1: condemnation of the ruling class.
0: And it makes no claim to being factual.
1: Exactly. The bottom line for me is it's boring. It's yeah. just boring. And the performances aren't enough to make me interested in any way.
0: Now, I will give, I I do want to give some trigger warnings for this film. If you are struggling or have struggled with infertility, don't go see this movie. Yeah. It's a really big factor in this film. So, yeah. I think between- It's just Oscar bait. And between the historical facts
1: being wrong and it just being pretty boring, yeah. it's just not worth it.
0: Nope. Right. And our last film that we were able to eke out in 2018 was Vice.
1: The story of Dick Cheney, an unassuming bureaucratic Washington insider who quietly wielded immense power as vice president to George W. Bush, reshaping the country and the globe in ways that we still feel today.
0: This movie's amazing.
1: I'm not going to reveal how much I hold this movie in regard right this second, okay. but suffice it to say, holy shit.
0: Every nomination it gets, it will be earned. Uh-huh. All the performances are amazing.
1: Every single person. Every
0: single person is the exact right tone, exactly what we need. We loved The Big Short. Perfect movie from top to bottom. This movie, this this is something that Adam McKay is very, very good at doing. It's taking something that's very complex and abstract and boiling it down to a very digestible, understandable thing. It's great. Go see it.
1: And that wraps up 2018.
0: Yep, we—that's we, that. Uh, we, we literally cannot add one more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, until next time.
0: Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.